Hey, Geektitude listeners. I love gaming just as much as Joe loves gaming, and we love to talk about World of Warcraft and talk with people about it. So listen to Frazzlecast, a weekly podcast where we talk with people from around Azeroth and beyond. Find us at gnomepodcast.com or in your favorite podcast players. Just for spelling the name, it's F-R-A-Z-L-C-A-S-T. I should have thought better for naming that. Hello, friends. This is Troidal Power inviting you to join me over on Twitch most weeknights sometime after dinner. Video games have always been a social hobby for me, with friends and family crammed together on a couch chatting away while someone holds the controller. And thanks to the power of the internet, I've got my own virtual couch over on Twitch where you can kick back and goof off while I play games. Find me on Twitch by searching Troidal Power, that's T-R-O-Y-T-L-E Power, to snag a spot on the couch. Hey geeks, this is Capsule J. I'm a streamer on the Geek2Geek Media Network. If you like discovering new games and chatting with cool nerdy folks, be sure to check out my channel on Twitch. You can find it at twitch.tv slash capsulej. That's C-A-P-S-U-L-E-J-A-Y. I stream a blend of indies, retro games, and RPGs most Tuesday nights from 8pm to 11pm Eastern, and occasionally on Thursdays and weekends. Hope to see you then! Hello, my name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as Epic Grays in various video games and social media. Welcome to episode 144 of Geektitude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. I am once again joined by my wonderful co-host, Ray Vargas. How you doing, Ray? I'm doing good, Joe. Congrats on uh, making it to the end of the semester. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I don't know how there could be... So many opposing emotions all at one time. Like <laughs> I, I will talk about them a little bit at the end because I, I do have to say no offense to any former students who, who listen to this, but this was by far my favorite graduating class. And uh, what? yeah, wow. no, by far. And they, they, that they, they you remember, two, you remember 2009? Like that was our class. Like, yeah. All, all their uh, the 2019, all their sophomore year, I was like, oh, I don't know, guys, you got to stand up to 2009. <laughs> and wow. then by halfway through their junior year, I'm looking around them and I'm like, yeah, no, no, you took you took first. Wow. And so I, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be every 10 years I get like that class. <laughs> yeah. 2029 is going to be amazing. Yeah, 2029 uh, amazing group. But um, we're just talking first. I mean, there's there's really cool groups of students that come by year to year. You know what I mean? Every now and then oh, yeah. you get an off get an off year. But for the most part, I mean you you grow with the students over four years, of course. Especially you because you're doing drama, so you don't just you don't just have them the one year, you know? Right. And and I, I had such a good um connection with my house kids. I I loved my theater kids. I, I went through so much with these kids and 
I had so much. The graduation was yesterday, and Ray, I was a mess. Like oh. I was an absolute mess. One of the girls That's came awesome. in. And it wasn't even one of my drama kids. She came in and she was like, how you doing, Hogan? And I'm like, I- I'm going to be honest with you. I'm struggling. And she's like, why? And I, like, I had to turn away. And she's like, oh, don't cry. She goes running out of my room. Don't cry because then I'm going to cry. <laughs> and, then after, well, yeah, and then I after. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, after the ceremony, like I was going to be like, okay, there's a couple people I didn't get, get to say goodbye to. So I'm going to. And I turned to one of them and I went. Nope. <laughs> and I just left <laughs> because it was like, I do not mean, I do not need to meet all of these people's parents as a blubbering mess. <laughs> I love your kids. They're so wonderful. <laughs> That'd be great, man. Next time you got to just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's contrasted with, I, I didn't dislike my, my sophomores this year, but they were the loudest kids I have ever taught. And I've taught some awfully loud kids i looked at something too (laughs) yeah i I looked at one of the teachers the other day and i was just like they're not even talking they're just emitting sound like i don't understand like there's no no conversation is going on it's not like they're they're teasing each other they they are just emitting sound oh my god that's great so yeah so it was it was a combination of of you know, heartfelt goodbyes and thank God get out. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Well, prepare yourself because your last day was yesterday, right? Uh-huh. Let me tell you, my semester ended a week ago now, and it's like the ending of the Lord of the Rings. It just keeps going. Like there's just there's like <laughs> seventeen endings, man. Like I still feel like I'm 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 beginning the end of my recovery of a semester, you know? Uh, I'm so, I'm so sorry for that. you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like this like climactic like end during finals week, and then you're like, well, you know, it's my last final, and you're done. And then there's like the hangover, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah. like 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 the, the, the 17 different, you know, wrapping up the threads of this or that. And it just feels like I, I've read about like this um, after this, depression that sets in for some people after like a major event. We've talked about that before. Oh yeah. Um, Concrete. Yeah. And it's, Oh man, totally, totally. So you'll, thankfully you'll be in, in New Zealand, you know, which will, which will, I think will balance some of that out. Cause it sounds like an awesome trip you're going to be on. Yeah. I'll crash when I get back from New Zealand. I'm like, it's going to happen to what, <laughs> one of two ways. Either I'm going to crash in New Zealand or I'm going to crash after New Zealand, <laughs> but the crash will be coming. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I hope you feel a little bit better, and I appreciate you uh, <laughs> struggling through today. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I've been sick, but it's it's afforded me some time to catch up um, on some geekery. Um, I uh, I started watching a couple of television shows. Um, I don't know if they qualify as geek material. One of them is The Wire, which is like this show that you know has been talked about for a long time as like one of the better like series that has been made and. I'm really loving it so far. Um, mm-hmm. Ever since I, I finished The Sopranos, I wanted to look for something else. And so I, I really like it. Um, I've also been, again, this is just like the thing. I don't know if it's because of what we're like podcasting about lately, but just going back and watching some of the like for phase one, like Marvel movies, mm-hmm. just kind of like have them on in the background. You know, by now they're like old friends. 
like coming over to visit, <laughs> just hearing familiar voices, familiar story beats, you know, that's been like really soothing, really comforting. And it's also crazy to see how young everyone looks. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I, it's really, it really stands out when you go back and watch the first phase. Yeah, they keep showing um, the the first appearance of Black Widow because everybody's talking about the possible new Black Widow movie. And you're yeah. like, oh my God, she's a baby. Yeah, <laughs> Iron Man 2, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's one of the ones that I threw on that um, I know a lot of people, like, I've been, I've been gravitating towards, like, the, the, I guess, what you would call the least favorites, generally speaking, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Thor 2, Iron Man 2. I really like Doctor Strange for some reason. And the first Ant-Man, like all the ones that I think people are like, oh yeah, those are the lesser ones. Those are the ones I've been gravitating towards. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think they've set such high standards for themselves that people are like, well, that's not very good. And but I feel like even their worst ones are pretty, yeah. pretty decent. Yeah, totally. Um, so that's what I've been doing geek wise this week. What about you? Um, I have been obsessed with, Marvel Battle Lines. It's that that <laughs> collectible card game I was telling you about. Yeah, yeah. And it's hard. Like, like there's levels that I just I don't think I have the right cards to beat them yet. And so it's it's rough. And then you go into these um, arena tournaments where you're playing against other players. And I'm like, where do you get these cards? Because I have not dropped any money on this thing. I mean, I could go in and start dropping money to get cards, mm. but uh, I, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I've thought about it, but I'm like, well, let's see what I can do without spending any money. I think I maybe bought like they had like a one ninety nine special of something, and I'm like, oh, I can do two bucks, but I haven't done like you know, here's twenty bucks worth of cards or thirty oh bucks God. worth of cards. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know. I just think I have to work through it, but um, but it's been a lot of fun and because it's Marvel and because it's like they're the art of the cards is so cool. Um, like sometimes like they'll play a, a a card of a character that there's no way I can beat. And instead of sitting there going, crap, how am I going to get around this? I'm like, Oh my God, it's that character. And it's so cool. (laughs) That's awesome. I downloaded it and I haven't opened it yet. It's like one of those things where I'm like, I have a feeling once I dive into that, I'm going to get hooked just based on how like you've talked about it. I told some of my coworkers about it as well. So we're all kind of like curious to see like, what is this, you know, how is this going to pull us in or what? Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you do, let me know, we'll, we'll friend up and see (laughs) see what we can do. Um, The, I've seen two shows this week that I just have to throw out there. We finally finished season four of Lucifer Mm. and oh my God, Ray, like it's so good now that it's on Netflix because it's like eight episodes. It's like no, like those story plot elements that you know when it's on network TV, it's gonna go on for like six <laughs> six episodes too long. No, they yeah. cut like like there's a misunderstanding in episode one. It's resolved in episode two, not episode twelve. Nice and, and yeah, and so it just kind of moves along. It moves along. It moves along, and then when it's done, you're just like. No, <laughs> there's got to be more. <laughs> is it a uh, is it the same creative team behind it and everything? They kept everything intact. I'm pretty sure they kept everything intact. The cast is entirely the same. Um, the, the biggest d- difference is Tom Ellis is bulked up, so he's even hotter, which I didn't think could possibly happen. <laughs> nice. um, 
Yeah, so it, it just absolutely wonderful. In fact, uh, I think it was. Um, yeah, yeah I've, I've had like three or four people go, "Have you finished it yet?" And I'm like, "Yes, I haven't finished it yet. Don't tell me." So uh, wait, is is it so? There's four seasons, but it's it's yeah. going to keep going, right? There's have they announced the fifth season yet? I think they've announced the fifth season because they have they kind of have to because it it didn't leave on a, a cliffhanger cliffhanger, but it did land on like, well, we can't end it here. If we end it here, this is just not this is just not acceptable. Mm. Okay, that's uh, pretty yeah. amazing that that something like this is even possible nowadays, where like. You're a good show or your favorite show can get canceled and then it's going to be picked up by something like Netflix. That's, that's pretty wild. Yeah. I, I wish, I wish they'd done the same thing with uh timeless. It was so good, but oh, you know, they, they wrapped it up. Okay. You know, I was, I was moderately satisfied. Um, huh. and I have, I have to give a quick shout out to Kelly white from the WEC podcast. Um, she she sent me a message and said that because of her, uh, our recommend my recommendation last week about Lucifer, she like binged all four seasons, just went straight <laughs> through. So, welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> Dang! It says I'm looking at this here. It says the first season was 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. The second season was 22, but then they moved the last four to the third season. Right. So the third season is 26 episodes. And they did now the only okay. So the best thing about the third season, and this is like I don't know. Maybe this is just me, and I'm kind of over like sappy romance. Like it's always the will they, will they, won't they? That whole will they, won't they thing. And it's between him and the cop. And I blame blame moonlighting. Yes. And so and so the thing about season three is there's a lot of like characters with the side like a lot of stories with the side characters because um, the, the woman who plays Chloe, the cop was pregnant. So she was like in like five minutes of every episode. And then it was just this crazy wacky episode about all the other characters. And it was amazing. Oh, good. That is that a good effect. Oh, it was a very good thing. In fact, I was like a little worried when she came back full force. Cause I'm like, Oh, they're going to go back to the whole, will they, won't they thing. Um, yeah. But they but they handled it really well, so so it's really good. And then just because I want you to start watching it, is you got to you got to go into Super Store. What got to go into what? You got you've got to watch Super Store. What is Super Store? It is um it it <laughs> it's that one that I messaged you about that's like you it's surprisingly subversive for a thirty minute sitcom. Like it's basically it's like basically making fun of Walmart, but for something that's supposed to kind of relies on the characters in the show being complete idiots, like <laughs> they tackle a lot of really heavy issues and they do it really well. Huh. This is like uh this first of all it's a great idea for a show. Yeah. Like great, great setting. Um, so this is, uh, this is on like regular, like, uh, sitcom television, right? Yeah. It's just regular network television. Oh man. So this is going to, this might be like the next office. How, how many seasons are there? I think they're on season. I think they just finished four. season three or uh, four. Yeah. So they've got a lot and, and they've, they've been like, it's so funny. It's just, and then, and then they'll, they'll just cut away to just a customer doing a random thing in the store. 
Like I, there's a website out there that's like only at Walmart and they'll show pictures of people doing just ridiculous things. Uh, they just kind of eat that up. But then the characters just have um, great, great interactions. Um, the woman who plays Sandra is my favorite. She's just like, everybody is so ridiculously cool to her. And she has so many layers as somebody who's dealing with just kind of constantly being bullied that she always kind of like comes out of it ahead of them. It's just, it's awesome. It's just an awesome show. It sounds great. I, I want to check this out. Yeah. Cause shout out to like anybody who is watching Superstore, like weigh in and don't leave me being the only one saying that because it's, I think it's a really good show. Cool. All right. That's one on the list. All right, so um, we are tackling Phase 4 in a multi-part series. Yes. And today we are going to talk just about the Phase 4 Avengers movie. And uh, Avengers what 5, gonna look like. right? Avengers 5, yes. Now, there's rumors that that is called the New Avengers. So I am going to read that from Wikipedia real quick is just kind of a, a basic, this is what they are about. That's exactly um, what I was going to ask you. So perfect. <laughs> the new Avengers is a spinoff of the long running Marvel comic series, the Avengers. The first issue was written by Brian, Michael Bendis and penciled by David Finch. Oh, so this uh, is it was 2005. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. 2005. Um, uh, the roster at first comprises Luke Cage, Captain America, Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Spider-Woman. That's it? Later, yeah. Later stretches include the mutant X-Men Wolverine, the unstable and godlike Sentry, and the death ninja Echo in the guise of Ronan. So it makes sense that Brian Michael Bendis would work in Echo um, and Sentry, actually, because I know Echo is from his run on Daredevil. I believe he might have even created Echo. And um, Sentry was from a, another character from the Marvel Knights era of Marvel Comics, where Joe Quesada was kind of like a, a, an editor of Marvel Knights, and he eventually became editor-in-chief. Mm -hmm. So that's all of that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, the team itself was not named the new Avengers within the series, a splinter group of Avengers that chose not to comply with federal superhuman registration. The team considers itself the authentic Avengers, a concurrent government sanctioned team gathered in the sister series, the mighty Avengers. This series launched in early 2007 and was um, itself supplanted by a different governmental sanction team in the series dark Avengers. So we talked about this last time that we might be leading to a dark Avengers kind of thing. Yeah. And that kind of would back that up. Um, Dude. At that time, the team welcomed Clint Barton recently returned from the dead as Ronan, as well as Dr. Strange and iron fist. So replace iron fist with uh, Shang Chi. Yeah. And we're we're heading in the right direction. So uh, by we, the we end already we already got shades of of some of that storyline with Ronan in Endgame. Right, right. Cool, cool. Um, by the end of the first volume, the New Avengers team consisted of Ronan, Captain America, which was the Bucky Barnes version. Oh, uh, Ms. Marvel, Mockingbird, Spider Man, Spider Woman, Wolverine, and their team leader Luke Cage. What is Wolverine doing on the Avengers? I wonder. 
Oh, he was thrown on the Avengers um, around this time because it's Wolverine and he must be in every Marvel book. It's <laughs> okay. Got it. <laughs> when, when, when that evolved into like later versions of the X-Men and he brought it like Wolverine brings in Cannonball and Sunspot. And that's some of my favorite Avengers stuff because the they're Avengers? like, Whoa. yeah. And the Avengers and they are like, they are like the frat boys of the Avengers. It is hilarious. Like they have this one, um, one scene where like somebody steals, um, cannonballs food out of the fridge and, <laughs> And they're, they're both basically like, bro, we're 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 low, we're high carbing or we're ketoing or something. Like they're basically like doing, you know, a bulk oh, that's for their bodybuilding purposes. And you know, they're upset because I think it's I it might have even been um, Doc Ock's Spider Man. Um, <laughs> like the dynamics are hilarious. That's funny. So I, that's I feel like Beast in the Avengers is something that I'm so used to just because that's such like Mm -hmm. a famous, like he's like a core member of both X-Men and Avengers that that makes sense to me. But hearing about like Cannonball in the Avengers kind of like blows my mind a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think, I think pretty much every X-Man at this point has been on the Avengers. I think Rogue's been on the Avengers. Yeah, Pretty much everybody in the Marvel universe has been an Avenger at some point or another. Right. Exactly. Except there's a, like one person out there probably that's like, I've never been an adventure. I never will be. I'm kind of bummed because if they're, you know, if, if the rumors are true and, and Avengers five is going to be a, a take on the new Avengers, which is recent. I mean, there's a lot of Avengers history there that they've kind of skipped over. Um, not to say that they couldn't work it in, you know, in, into future stories anyway, like they seem to do, they kind of cherry pick story elements from different arcs over the years. Right. Um, right. But you know, I mean, like we said, pretty much everyone's been an Avenger at some point. So there's a lot of stuff to draw from, but you know what they're, they're skipping over completely is West coast Avengers, Joe. <laughs> I, I'm still, I'm still holding out because those are some of my favorite characters. Like we, it's so, rid- <laughs> so we, ridiculous. Can we, as a side, please just t- can we quick tangent, talk about the, the, what the West Coast Avengers are, were, continue to be. <laughs> um, they were the splinter group out of California. I think they were started by Iron Man, but they were really led by Hawkeye and Mockingbird. And I think they had, let me see if I remember, they had Tigra. Yeah. They had Firebird. Yeah. They had the Living Lightning. Oh my um, <laughs> You're crushing it. And this is this is without me looking, but now I've got to look. I think they had Wonder Man and Scarlet Witch for a while. Um, <laughs> it says here it was founded by Hawkeye. I think I think Iron Man helped them out though, and I think Rhodey was their Iron Man for a while. Yes, yes. Uh, they didn't know, but the team didn't know that it was Jim Rhodes in the Iron Man costume or or uh, armor. They thought it was Tony Stark. Right. That's pretty funny. That's pretty good right there. Then it's um, on Hank, uh, Henry Pym. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was a, a different flavor, not than the Avengers, right? Not just a different roster, but they really played up the whole like West coast, California, like fun, like, like tongue in cheek kind of stories. Right. 
Yeah, no, they did. It was very, I mean, it was fun, but it was also like, I think that's where we started getting like crazy Scarlet Witch madness and vision and her imaginary children and, and that kind yeah. of stuff. So, so there was some, there was some not so good things that came out of the West coast Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, John Byrne, I know uh, had a major run, like 15 issues. And he, I think a lot like, you know, John Byrne, he's one of those old school comics guys that just, you know, go jump on a title and just turn it into like this, you know, into something that it wasn't before. Right. Like he took she Hulk right. and, and made her, you know, kind of legitimized her. Sure, he did the same thing with with West Coast Avengers during his run there. Just okay. Just just take in this se- sentence, because you know, there's the whole there's the whole Ultimate Marvel where they kind of tried to relaunch and be like cohesive and dark. Like well, I think those recently, were right. That was a few years ago where they 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 you know the comic book industry is losing readers, and one of the big. Uh, criticisms was that it's hard for new readers to kind of, you know, jump in on a book. And so Marvel wanted to like restart their whole line from scratch for, to make it easier for new readers to join. Right. Right. And they called well, it Ult- Ultimate Marvel. And, and at this point it's close to, to 20 years ago. So I don't know if that's. Oh my God. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm sorry, Ray. <laughs> Holy shit. It came out when we were in college. Oh my God. <laughs> Or right, right, right after college, right after college. We're editing all this out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the ultimate Marvel, the, the, this is just, this is just their version of, I just love, I love this sentence. Um, in ultimate Marvel reality, a secret team of ultimates was formed in the ultimate comics. Ultimates. The team members included quake is the leader. Wonder man, the vision the black Knight, and Tigra. The team was assigned to kid a kill Osama bin Laden until Wonder Man went unstable. What the fuck? <laughs> so there you go. All That's right. <laughs> and 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 in in the ultimate universe, right? In that mm-hmm. restarted ultimate line from twenty fucking years ago. Um, the the Avengers were called the Ultimates. Right. Right. So that was the Ultimates were like that timeline's version of the Avengers. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Wow. That's pretty neat. So that's so that's West Coast Avengers. It'd be great if at some point they kind of made a wink or a nod. Oh my gosh, that would be such amazing fan service if it they would. could find a way to work that in. Absolutely. So, but they're but they're moving ahead to, to new Avengers, it sounds like. Yes, and I mean the the fact that they have um that you know they're talking about. I guess the first New Avengers thing was the whole against um, the what in the MCU would be the Sokovia Accords. It, it makes sense that they would kind of continue with that storyline, which would lead to the Dark Avengers, which is Norman Osborn, which we think might be the big bad. Right. Um, so who who's on this version of the Avengers, right? Um. Well, God, who's left? Right, because the the main six have well, I don't want to. They, we can't say they've all wrapped up their they've wrapped up their arcs, but a couple of them are still all in. I know, I know, Chris Hemsworth is like all in, right? No, he he's all in. Um, Mark Ruffalo has been talking with um, Kevin Feige a lot about where they can take the Hulk. Like he really wants to do he's stuff. Still in. He's still okay. in. Um, 
I don't know that Hawkeye's going anywhere because I think, and, and this is one of my, my thoughts that I want to get into today, is I think if you get a, a Disney Television Plus show. series, you're not yeah. coming back to the films yeah. for the, mo- yeah, for the most make, part. That would make sense. Um, I agree but you never know. I mean, I mean, or you come back in a, in a, in a less, lesser capacity. Right. Uh, um, what's, what's it called? A, uh, uh, a guest star. Guest yeah, a cameo. Star a cameo. Of, cameo. Cameo. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so a couple things to, to think about when we're putting together this roster. Um, this is going to be Avengers, the Avengers one of phase four. So it's not going to be the big multiple crossover. Everybody from every franchise thing that in infinity war and um, end game war. I don't think. Right, right. So they're going to you're it's it's along the lines of what we were talking about last time. They're going to kind of bring everything down to like a more human street level. Yeah. Yeah. I th- and I think that will kind of figure out who um kind of will advise who's going to be an avenger. So, um just and also remember Doctor Strange, Winter Soldier and Black Panther are not avengers. <laughs> Not Avengers yet. Right, right, right. We not official Avengers. Yeah, does um, it have to be like a? Do you have to? You know, like I know there's a there's a moment where Tony Stark like legitimizes Spider Man's, uh, uh, I guess like you know uh, a contribution, or he's like you're officially an Avenger now. But that was, well, do you think that was a tongue in cheek thing, or do you think that actually has to happen for somebody to be an Avenger? I don't think that actually has to, I think that was a tongue in cheek thing, but I think it's like, if you're kind of being led by the team leader of the Avengers, you're an Avenger. If you're just kind of like hopping in to help them out, you're not an Avenger. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I'm down with that criteria. Then. Yeah. Um, Dr. Strange is too powerful. <laughs> I don't think he's coming back to be an Avenger. Um, he has been an Avenger in the comics though. Yeah, he has. But for the cinematic, especially if we're going to go to ground level stuff, he's yeah. he's a little overpowered. I mean, they we don't think about it, but they pulled him out of Endgame, that final battle, because he had to like hold up water um, while everybody was doing their thing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> because otherwise, he would have been out there doing all sorts of crazy stuff, and yeah. like the other people wouldn't have had the moment to shine. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> But I think he's always going to kind of be the the guy who steps in and is like, you know, there's a, he's basically the Avengers lassie. <laughs> Where, what is that? What's going on, Strange? Uh, Hawkeye's fallen in a well. <laughs> Take us to him, boy. And the Avengers go and, and help, help the kid out of the well. Uh, um, so this is kind of like what Nick Fury has kind of been, I mean, obviously different because the head of shield, but just kind of like a background figure like there, but not really like part of the mission. Right. That's what I think. That's my opinion. Um, Winter soldier is still technically a fugitive. um, And I think a lot of it's going to depend on what happens with the Falcon and the winter soldier series. Um, Yeah. I just think again, if, to me, that's a non-starter. If you have a TV show, you're you're not in the movie. But I think Sam's going to be the exception. I think they're going to put because he's he's Captain America at this point. Like, how do you have the Avengers without a Captain America? You have an Avengers without a Captain America. That's just you. Just do it. You just do. 
yeah, I don't think, yeah. Uh, Captain America to me is not like integral to the Avengers. So you are, so you are throwing your hat into the ring as a, there will be no Captain America in Avengers five. Yes. All right. Wow. (laughs) I'm impressed. That's a a bold statement, Ray. (laughs) I don't think so. But see, that's the thing though. To me, it's not though. To me, when I think of an Avengers roster, because the Avengers has been so many things over the years. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you know, the the core, the first Avengers team was the core of Cap, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk. Right. That, and, that, uh, those four. And, and, uh, and uh, Hank Pym and Wasp. Right. But, and, you know, but, but still, I guess if you want to, you know, sideline Hulk a little bit, it's the Holy Trinity. It's, it's Cap, Iron Man, Thor. True. But they're not. But they're not in every Avengers team. There, a matter of fact, I'm, they probably haven't been in the majority. I would even venture to say. But I would almost, I would almost always lay bets that one of the original six is always on the team. It's like it's like saying you can't have a team of X Men without Cyclops. That's not true. No, but it is. But I mean, it is true that you can't have a team of X Men without Wolverine. <laughs> Yeah, but but he's not the leader though. No, it's true, but he's always present. You know, maybe Sam's not the yeah. leader, but I don't know how you don't have like I don't know why you'd go through the trouble of of passing the mantle on if you're not going to keep the character in the group. I I don't see why you would go to the trouble of giving him a TV show if he's going to be back in the movies. Well, I, think I think that's, that's a, I think that's retiring Captain America as a character. Unless that- Unless there's a long game where maybe Avengers six or seven, there's a cameo like we talked about last time. Maybe, but I think, I think that Falcon and the winter soldier will be Falcon's transition from Falcon to captain America so that we can have him in the movies. Yeah. I don't think Anthony Mackie's uh, ever going to like be like a headliner in an Avengers movie as captain America not he's not he's not the actor to do it maybe they can they didn't cast they didn't cast for you know anyway that's just uh, we'll see but i yeah i'm fine with it i think they're they're done just like you know (laughs) iron man iron man as a character is done you know um and thor's gonna keep going i i i i would be all in to see this happen i just don't know that it will but I, yeah. I, I, I think it's cool. Like it's, I'm not opposed to the idea. Yeah. Um, Black Panther, I think, is too important to the franchise not to be included in the mix. Yeah. Um, but I still think he might only assist the Avengers because um, the whole his whole thing in the comics is he's king of Wakanda. Then he goes and does stuff with the Avengers. And then something bad happens in Wakanda and he goes back and people are like, you're not King anymore. And he has to take back Wakanda. And this is, this is, this is what the black Panther does in the comic books. He goes back and forth between taking over, retaking Wakanda and becoming King again, and then going playing with the Avengers. And then because he's playing with the Avengers, he takes over the King. He has to get, take over the Kingship again. Why can't he do that in the movies? Uh, He can, but I don't, I don't know that he will. Okay. I think, I think T'Challa is going to be the next leader of the Avengers. Okay. I think he's going to take over Captain America's role. 
I think it really depends on because if they're doing the whole like counter government Avengers, you want that like I don't know that you'd want a foreign power in the team. You know what I mean? Well, I, I think it's not necessarily counter government. I think it's just sans government. Like they might align sometimes, but not always. The Avengers, I think, are, are, are have at this point probably become their own entity, free of shield, free of whatever. So, like, I see, and, and I'll tell you what, a couple things. There's a moment at the end of, of Avengers Endgame, spoilers, um, which by now, you're fucked. Um, <laughs> when Captain America, and, and, I, and I, this is fresh in my mind because this clip has been circulating on Twitter and I've, and I've watched it a number of times um, with some kind of Asian uh, subtitle, so I, they, they got it from somewhere. But um, that moment when Captain America is, you know, facing down Thanos and his hordes alone, and here's that on your left cap, right? Uh-huh. And, and the, the magic, you know, sparkler wheel starts. And the, uh-huh. first three, the first people we see walk out and join Cap are Okoye, T'Challa, and Shuri. Right. And T'Challa gives this look to Captain America, and he gives this very uh, perceptible nod. Like... Mm-hmm. It's all right, man. Like I got this. Like I'm here, and and I think it was not just fan service that they had. They picked those three characters, T'Challa in particular. I mean, obviously, you know, by now they were aware of the success and popularity of Black Panther, blah blah blah. So I think it wasn't just fan service in in that that sense to have them come through first. But I think story sense to me that seems like a hint, like of hey, man, like you can rest, like you, like we're gonna do this, and then you're done. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up from here. I I would not be. And then second point in the cop. Let's talk about the Illuminati, Joe. Okay. So the Illuminati. Let me let me. I have this open already because I I came with receipts. I came ready to go. Um, <laughs> the Illuminati, and this is according to Marvel, uh, not Jay Z, um, was a secret organization comprised of several of the world's most powerful heroes. Sorcerer Supreme, Doctor Strange, Black Bolt, which is King of the Inhumans, uh, we haven't seen introduced into the legit MCU yet, um, Charles Xavier, Professor X from the X-Men, um, Reed Richards, founding member of the Fantastic Four, Mr. Fantastic, Namor, the Submariner, who we discussed last episode, and uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man, founder of the Avengers. They, those six men worked together to mold and shape the status of superhumans and kind of like major world earth events, right? Like we talked about last time, they were the group that decided that Hulk needed to go in the comics. And that's how we ended up in, on Sakaar, World War Hulk. But Avengers uh, Age of Ultron found a different way to get Hulk on that other planet. Um, mm-hmm. You also mentioned last episode that they're the ones who decided to... Um, no, no, they weren't the ones. Never mind. Erase that. Uh, but anyway... Originally, T'Challa was invited to be part of the group, and he declined the invitation to the group. Yes, he did. So I'm thinking T'Challa is, is, 
it's he's set up for for that in the comics in the movie so far i wouldn't be surprised if they end up doing the illuminati once they i mean they're already finding ways to work in you know uh, introduce a lot of these characters that we haven't met yet um i just i see black panther i think it would make sense story-wise and money-wise <laughs> to have black panther lead the avengers i i can see that I'm going to propose something else. I think he will come in at the end of the Avengers and save their butts, but I don't think he will start out with the team in Avengers five. That's Captain Marvel's job. Mm, I think she's because <laughs> we're going to, we're going to get to, we're going to get to Captain Marvel in a second because all right. All right. Yeah. We'll get to her in a second. Um, right. I do want to, I do want to just remember, mention that rocket raccoon nebula and Okoye are Avengers. Um, they're not going to be in Avengers. This is um, not just your note, right? This is that you, you've seen this declared that they are members of the Avengers. Yes. If you go to, I, I will find, I will find a source. I it's on one of the wikis. Yeah. I think I asked you the same question last time just because that sounds so bizarre to me but i do believe we covered this yeah i and, checked and, my work i checked yeah. my work so at least other people out there are agreeing with this <laughs> um i love this part here in your in your notes in your massive uh mcu rant uh note on captain marvel and okoye's diminished presence in endgame this was due to the fact that those movies had not come out yet when endgame was being filmed it was not because they were afraid black panther and captain america wouldn't do well or because of the brie larson controversy true and yeah, i just want to point important. out that the controversy is in air quotes because there is no controversy she yeah. didn't do anything wrong all she yeah. did was like like she was she was pro- she was being a proud person and there's nothing wrong with that so anybody who's sitting there saying there's a controversy because brie larson said controversial things she didn't um, right brie, brie larson and captain marvel are doing exactly what marvel wants them to do so far yeah, so so nobody like and it's not because they were they were worried they weren't going to do well. Like the um the directors were talking about how they it was very hard to write a character who hadn't had her movie yet. And so you that's why she doesn't have a lot of lines because they didn't have a strong grasp on who the character was going to be because the movie right. hadn't come out. Same thing with Okoye. That's why she has such a small little part in it because yeah. we've seen Nebula, we've seen Rocket, we know where they're coming from. Okoye, yeah. like nobody knows who she is before that movie. Right, right. I also think a, a way because you have this note here where you say Okoye is loyal to T'Challa, not the Avengers. Unless T'Challa is leading the Avengers, this anyway. is true. <laughs> you heard oh, it here nothing, first. <laughs> nothing would make me ha- nothing would make me happier than like all Okoye all the time. Like, oh my god, yeah, Tom I'm such it. a huge Jeez. fan. Yeah, yeah, same. All right, okay. So, so, I, so that's, I love how you laid this out. Go ahead. So, so keeping all this in mind, um, that's that's the people who are not currently Avengers or who are currently Avengers, but we always forget that they're Avengers. Yeah. So let's talk about the remaining individual Avengers. Hawkeye. What time, what time do we need to take a break? Um, we got about 20 minutes, I think. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Hawkeye, because he's getting his own D- Disney Plus series, I think he's done. Yes, I would agree. I think he's out. Yeah. Um, and, and because everybody says the Disney Plus series is going to be him passing on the torch to either his daughter, Lila, or Kate Bishop. 
Oh, that would be great. Yes. Professor Hulk, uh, maybe a cameo advising on technology and sciencey stuff, but not part of the team. Like he's, about, do, he's doing his own thing. What about he's trying to heal himself? I don't think he'll do it in Avengers movie. Right, right. But that could be, you know, I would like to see that. I would like to see if, if Ruffalo is talking to Feige about, you know, how to progress his, this character mm-hmm. with the next arc. I think trying to heal himself and, and ending up with Red Hulk would be an awesome thing to do. Right. Well, th- that's where I pull in. I think if we're going to see him again, I think it's going to be in Black Panther 2. Oh. Because I think I think Shuri is going to be our next big Mr. Fantastic Iron Man. Like, we're going to go to her for all our technology, all our, yeah. like, she's going to be, what is it, M from um 007 oh or q q yeah q yeah q i like that um so yeah so i think i think we're i i think he'll probably make a cameo i think we'll probably get him in in black panther 2 uh thor he's off doing the guardians and like (laughs) that's not out of context (laughs) yeah he's in the guardians and then like if he's if if he's the only one left, then why are we bringing back Thor? Yeah, his his Avengers stint is wrapped up. Yeah, and I think that's fine because I think he's a lot more fun in a in a movie franchise where he can kind of just be silly and and then yeah. have those moments of seriousness because I think it's I I can't wait to see what they do with Thor because I feel like all of a sudden he has depth that he did not have before. Yeah, yeah, I read this thing the other day where uh, this article that was talking about how Chris Hemsworth fought uh, to keep out of shape Thor in, in all of Endgame because they originally were going, that was going to be a, a not, that was not going to run through the whole film. I think that's a brilliant, I mean, like a lot of people have said that that's what saved the character because if you, if they made the mistake of saying, well, he had to be, skinny to be worthy you know he had to be ripped to be worthy then it it then it makes then it makes the fat thor thing offensive yeah totally yeah and you know like he's he's served his tour of duty in the avengers so he's he can go and and play with the guardians now yeah um i'm gonna include war machine in this group because uh he's an og avenger he is not an og avenger he he so is Good comeback. Okay, you won me over. <laughs> <laughs> like he's he's always been like he's been there since since the um since Iron Man started. So he's always he's always there. Like you can't you can't take him away. That's why he didn't get snapped. Oh, that's why he didn't get snapped. He was like like the original Avengers are there. That's pretty good. He's not one of the six though. He's not one of the six, no. If uh, you're not, if you were not in that epic Josh Whedon directed shot, turnaround shot, then you're not in the an OG Avenger. Okay, he he's still is he still he's still in that he's still in that okay. movie. How can he, how can he, is he in that movie? I think so. No, he's not. 
how can he be an OG Avenger if he's not even in the first OG Avenger movie? I, I'm not saying, okay, I'll, I'll, let's compromise. This is, I'm sorry, I got to stop you real fast. This is so one of those comic book store arguments <laughs> that give us a bad name. <laughs> oh, it's great. Great. People tuning in. MCU fans are getting a taste, a real taste of the of what, what it's like to be an ornery old school comic book fan. I stand corrected. Oh he God. is not in the original Avengers movie. But that doesn't mean he's not an Avenger. No, he is an Avenger. Absolutely he's an Avenger. Okay, but, I, okay. I'm still throwing him in here because he's he's been here long enough that like we're putting him in with this group. Um I think if I hate you hate what I hate knowing I hate knowing that in the in the comics Rhodey and and uh, uh, Carol Danvers had were a thing because I just see the the movie versions of them having a thing and I just doesn't I don't know they haven't set up those characters for anything like that so it just seems so weird to but me. But they have because they had that little like glance at each because they've been they've been hanging out with each other for five years, um, you know on and off. Nah. So, so you know they had that little nod when they had the the little hollow projector conference call. Huh. All right. That's uh. All right. Okay. Um, I don't know. Do you think, do you think that Rhodey will ever be Iron Man or will he always be War Machine? You know what? Uh, This is, this is what I envision. This is, this would be cool for me. A a first uh, uh, act one of whatever next Iron Man story we get Mm -hmm. is an age, is an aging Rhodey using the Iron Man suit feeling like he has to step up and step in for deceased Tony Stark and, and carry on his legacy. And it's kind of like a, like a dark Knight returns kind of like, you know, he's, he's aching. He's, you know, he's, he's, his body is suffering. He's trying to, you know, carry on as best he can. Time is catching up with him and he's injured. And that's how we get um, the new Iron Man or Ironheart character introduced. Oh, maybe, I like that. Maybe it's his niece. Maybe it's his niece, or maybe it's someone that's connected to him. I like that. And and who's what? Who's watching this and watch him wage this battle? Maybe it's maybe you know his his young niece, brilliant young niece, sneaks into the Iron Man cave and finds you know finds out, discovers that her uncle is a. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Taking it too far. There. Well, no, I think that's, I think that's great because I mean I can totally see them putting out a new Iron Man movie, Iron Man colon War Machine, um, and and kind of wrapping up Rhodey's storyline and introducing somebody else. I I can definitely Riri. see it. It should be Riri. Riri. Yeah, Riri Williams. Yes. Uh, how awesome would that be? You know, if, if Rhodey decides to train the next. What what a great resolution for for war machines arc for roadie's arc to go from like you know admonishing tony stark against being iron man like you can't do this what are you doing to training the next like iron suited hero right and honestly i don't i mean maybe i've missed something but i don't think roadie ever gets closure in any version of him 
in the comic books. Like he, like he is yeah. always, he is always an underdeveloped extra. And so it would be really yeah. cool and to see got, him do something substantial. And you've got Don Cheadle, an amazing actor in this role. Yeah. Why not take advantage of that and have him play this mentor role for the next iron person that's going to be in, in the, in the suit. Um, God, I would love to see that fucking story, Joe. I want to see it. We just need to send this to like Kevin Feige and say, do this. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's just write it and I'll illustrate it. And we'll just put our bootleg, uh, graphic novel, fan, fan fiction, graphic novel. Nice. Nice. I love it. <laughs> um, so that kind of wraps it up. The, the, the older characters, as far as, as I see them. Um, I think I think War Machine may be in a, a Nick Fury kind of role, but like I, I like where you're going with him. Um, the other Avengers we have, I think I don't know that we are ever going to have an Avengers now without Captain Marvel because Kevin Feige said that Carol Danvers is now the Avengers figurehead that Tony Stark used to be. Really? Yes, he's come out and said that that's what he wants. Wow! And if you like, I you haven't you haven't started it yet. But if you look at battle um, at battle lines, the yeah the symbol is Captain America, Iron Man, Thanos, and Captain Marvel. Huh? And and you know that wow. when they start product product placing new characters, that those are the ones that are going to be featured. That's really. That really stands out to me as something major because I know for a long time, uh, Feige said that his favorite character was always Doctor Strange, and he always wanted to position Doctor Strange to be the next Iron Man sort of like character, right? Mm-hmm. To like lead lead the next phases. So for him to say Carol is that now, that's pretty major. Yeah, and I have I think that's one of the things that I have in the show notes I have like a reference to. Like I think I have I think that's a I think that's got a footnote that's actually like substantiated. Um I do think that she's got the same problem as Doctor Strange, that she's just too powerful for the team. Um so unless they're gonna Why is that a problem? Because we want to see the other characters do things. And if there's one character that can do everything for them, um it makes them less interesting. Well, that's where you get good writers. It's true. It's true. <laughs> like I'm not arguing. With I mean, you. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. like, I, what's going to happen then is, I she's going to hold up water. I guess to answer my own question too, if you know, we, we're seeing, if, if we're seeing info about how they want to take this down to a less cosmic level, then yeah, that that would kind of throw a wrench into that. Yeah. Um, to have. Captain Marvel and Doctor Strange. I mean, out. I like. There's all these all these debates on as to whether Captain Marvel is more powerful than Thor, and even Thor was a little bit like overpowered for the original group, and he always has been. Like that's just yeah. so. It's just is like yes, you need good writers, and yes, they have good writers. I just I hate seeing people like Doctor Strange or Captain Marvel who could do like the most cool visual effects stuff being. Yeah, sidelined because they're too powerful. So they, you know, they're taken out early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do think she's going to be used um, like Doctor Strange as a plot device to bring Avengers into conflicts, and I think she's going to take them back out to space. Yes, I can't wait for that. Um, I think her movies are going to introduce to us to a lot of new characters, like a lot of new characters, like. Like the cosmic 
like more of the cosmic roster of Marvel characters. Yes, and I shout out to I want to say it was Data Error, one of our listeners. Um, who, oh yeah. When, when we were we were like in our last episode, we totally like freaked out about the idea of a Captain Marvel Nova buddy cop movie. And before he even listened oh, to yeah. the episode, he was like, you know, it would be really great. It would be a, a Nova <laughs> Captain Marvel buddy cop movie. And I'm like, okay, we're not the only people thinking about this, so it needs to happen. So we've talked about Sam Wilson. I think that he will be Captain America in the Avengers movie. You disagree? I disagree. I think he will be Captain America in a television show. Okay. All right. I I, I, I will be interested to see which direction they, they take that. Um, yeah. That makes me sad, though, because Scarlet Witch is also in that situation, and she is probably one of my top five in, in the comics. Yeah, but – yeah. Scar- oh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I was thinking of someone else for a minute there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a, again, the, the television shows are kind of cool placeholders. I'm not saying never back in the movies, but it seems like for now they've said what they wanted to say with these characters. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Well, here's, they would have to. Okay. So here's what I want to, cause I think if, I don't know if you've read this part of my notes, but, um, you know, the Scarlet Witch in the comic books goes through some major shit. Like they gonna go on. Yeah. They the only person who's like comparable in the comics, and I don't think they're gonna do any of it to her is is Carol Danvers. I mean, Carol Danvers has been like raped and all, like it's all sorts of horrible things. Um, but of course, all that that ends up having to all the female characters at some point because that's what the male writers can think of, right? To do to a female character, right. and so Scarlet Witch has you know imaginary babies that get taken away from her and oh, then, like, right. like just horrible things. And at one point she just flips out and she becomes a, a villain and not in a villain as in, I'm going to take over the world. She's just batshit crazy because like so much trauma has happened to her. Um, right. She has like a mental, like a, like a break. Yeah. She has a psychotic break. And, um, and so I think that that's, a possibility down the road, but only if they do one thing, she might be how we get our dark Phoenix story. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me just stop you right there. When you say you need to qualify that. I do. When you say she's how we get the dark Phoenix movie, not the the movie. She is not the movie, the story, because we always talk about how, how, amazing that story is and how how it's like the team saying goodbye to her and and fighting for her and you know fighting for Jean Grey and 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 how they have never taken the time to develop those relationships so that when Dark Phoenix goes bad you you hurt for her and I feel like there's the potential to have that storyline with these characters and Scarlet Witch at the center of it. It's not the Dark Phoenix story, but it's that same right. tempo, that same feeling that I don't know that we're ever going to get in a true Dark Phoenix movie. I think that is a genius character insight there, Joe. I think only a, a hardened, grizzled <laughs> comic book fan such as yourself could see that, could, could, could see that possible path for that character and i think that they will never ever do that i i would agree with and you the, but i i don't the reason 
the reason they would never do it is because if they did, then they could never do the Dark Phoenix movie themselves. Because it would be the same exact story beats. They would. Ne- I think they would rather have the potential to do a Dark Phoenix story someday, which I do think they're going to do. I know you're a little bit jaded and a little bit hurt. I know someone hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think they will do that story eventually. And that's why, and I think they know that. And that's why as, as an ex- as exciting an opportunity as that is, and all the, you're right, the parts fit. They'll never do that. They'll never rob themselves of that story potential. I, the only reason why I am holding out hope, because I agree with you. I don't think that they would do that, but I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out into the world because it's our podcast and we can do whatever we want. Um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> um, I, I, also, I got some more to say on Scarlet Witch in case you're going to move on. No, I'm not. I'm not going to move on right now. But um, I feel okay. like I feel like the Dark Phoenix, like they've tried twice. And I'm sorry, folks. This summer is not going to make you feel good. Um, it's not going to make you <laughs> feel good. They haven't tried twice. No. They haven't tried twice. And Marvel has not tried twice. It's the same reason why I don't think we're going to get an origin story for Fantastic Four, Ray. Like, at some just point, stop. you got to stop. Stop, Joe. <laughs> you just, you know, you need you need to heal. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand. But stop robbing us of our joy. Um, <laughs> All right, you have I, Scarlet Witch. I, yeah, I don't think they have to do a a Dark Phoenix arc for Scarlet Witch because she has her own incredibly awesome arc for herself, and that is House of M. And I think that if they take this chess piece off the board of Scarlet Witch and, and uh, take that off the board of the MCU and put it in the Disney Plus kind of stockpile and let her story evolve there. And then on the main board of the MCU movies, they can start to eventually, you know, roll out phase four, five, six, roll out the X-Men, roll out Fantastic Four, introduce mutants. Then you can bring that piece back onto the board of Scarlet Witch and do House of M. You do realize that, that, um, the, the what's the Olsen, which Olsen sister? Um, what's her first name? What's her first name? All we need to know is she's an Olsen. Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen. She's going to be like 80 at that point. <laughs> You're talking like six faces from now. No, she's, she's barely 30. <laughs> House of M, Elizabeth Olsen, 40 years old. It'll be done. That'll be perfect. That'll, that'll be the perfect swap because we know Hollywood doesn't employ actresses over 40 at all. That'll be the that'll be the way they that that'll be the close to that character's arc. I I, I hope you were right because I want to see good things for Scarlet Witch. I I think, um, Scarlet uh, Wanda. I think WandaVision is going to be interesting, and I just hope they don't flub it up. Um, but yeah, I don't think I don't think we're going to see her in the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Spider Man's an Avenger. Like it's just gonna happen. He's a fan favorite. Um, Tom Holland is is what like Tom Holland, Chris Hemsworth, and and um, Anthony Mack, Mackie, Anthony Mackie, um, have uh, all said that they will they will follow the MCU to the ends of the earth. <laughs> they are on Anthony. Oh, Anthony Mackie. Yeah, all three of them have 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 said that you you make me as many movies as you want, and I will be in them. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, all three of them. So. I, I do think 
Tom Holland is in it for the long haul. And I think because we've started Peter off so young, we have so much Peter Parker that we can see over the next yeah. decade. And like in the comics, anytime they wanted to introduce a new character, Spider-Man would be in the first issue. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because, because back then, Spider-Man was Wolverine. Yeah, exactly. He was the go-to most popular character. They were guaranteed to sell some some issues if he was in the comic yeah. and on the cover. So they could do the movie version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely think Spider-Man's in the mix. I also think that Ant-Man and the Wasp will both be in the mix at this point. Yeah, that, that's oh, dude, so awesome. I, I love that. I love that they're... Yeah, I, I love that they're part of the idea of them as part of the main group is great, especially the Wasp. Yeah, because I, I would love to see her become a leader because uh, Janet Van Dyne in the comics has been the leader like 50 times. Yes, yes, absolutely. And they, I mean, I think they've done the character enough justice in what little we've seen of her so far to, to set that up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, she's badass and she's fun to watch. Yes. Like, it's a fun, it's a yes. fu- like the visual effects in some of these characters are just so fascinating. Yeah. Um, so that's, so right now in my mind, we've got Spider-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's three of, of the, of the people that we're going to get. Um, I think we could get a Shang-Chi. Um, <sighs> that was not a, that was not an enthusiastic sigh. Yeah. It's just, I mean, uh, more just, I don't know. It's impossible to, uh, and you know what? We're getting into this section now. So it's not just Shang-Chi. It's all these characters we're about to talk about. This is like really kind of like just throwing stuff out there to see, because we don't know. Yeah, no, we don't know. Right. I do think I put him first because I do think he, since he's getting his own movie, he's the most likely person to join in that Marvel movie. Right, they're setting it up for that because see, they have already acknowledged and confirmed that he's getting his own movie. Yeah, and he is, and he is in the Avengers as well. So, like he has been an Avenger, of course, everybody has. Right. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cersei, uh, we know we're getting an Eternals movie. Um, Cersei is probably going to be played by Angelina Jolie. Um, a couple people have been saying that, or my friend Marcel, you know Marcel. Uh, she said that it was like, well, is Angelina Jolie going to actually sign up for like a bunch of movies? But then she goes, well, mm-hmm. she goes, well, Laura Croft. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a possibility. Um, yeah. Well, who is Thirsty in the comics? Do you know? Yeah. She's, what is that character about? Um, she's kind of, and I don't know that they'd play her this way, but they are casting Angelina Jolie. She's kind of, well, you know, Cersei from Greek myth, the, the, Sorceress that turns all the people into animals. Yeah, yeah, it's her. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's like because again, the Eternals are are who uh, humans in the Marvel universe have based their gods off of. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So so she she kind of joins is like this is gonna be fun. It's an adventure. Um, she's always wait. wait did you did you just say Inhumans instead of Eternals? Oh, I said humans instead of in turtles. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, I did not know that about the Inhumans. No. I'm thinking of Medusa. Yeah, no, Medusa no. is an Inhuman. She has long hair that has like she can control. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we saw her in That's that Medusa. really really bad Marvel TV series that I did not finish. 
Um, oh, I stayed way away from that. <laughs> I yeah. I didn't even get close to seeing that one. Uh, it was bad. Um, but anyway, okay, she could. So Cersei. Yeah, yeah, so she's like, she's a sorceress. She's like, there's magic stuff okay. going on. Um, okay. And the Eternals, are, in the comics, the Eternals are what the Greek gods are based on. Yes. Well, not what, what all all Earth gods are based all on. Gods. So there's, there's Aztec characters, there's Egyptian characters, there's, you know. Got it. Got it. Um, we could get Namor. I think this is low on the possibility list because, um, you know, we don't even know if he's going to be a, a villain in the Black Panther movie. Some people have said he's going to be a Doctor Strange, but you know, he's he's been an Avenger, so it's possibility. Yeah. I, oh, that's right, because the director of Doctor Strange posted something and then deleted it. Yeah, and, and when you no delete emergency. it, that's the giveaway. It's like it almost would be better if he didn't delete it. Right. And exactly. Just denied it. But when you delete the post, it's like, uh oh, I sent you that thing. Yeah. Where it was, yeah, it was a famous cover of Doctor Strange, and he only showed part of it. But when you go and look at the whole cover, it's it's Namor, Namor, whatever. Yeah. So so we got Namor as a possibility. I still am holding out. It's just wishful thinking on my part, but I would love to see Photon, Monica Rambeau. I know broken record, oh, yeah. but would love yeah. to see that. And then they're going to introduce. They're going to introduce her in the next Captain Marvel movie first, though, right? I th- yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, but we, we're getting her movie before we get the Avengers, supposedly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and then supposedly Black Knight is going to be coming in Phase 4. And that's a, that's a rumor. Wow. That's pretty cool. They're, man, I love how weird Marvel is getting yeah, well, I mean, the Black Knight's been a character forever, and there's some really good stories out there with him. Really? Yeah, Dade Whitman's pretty fun. Dang. I just love that it's like we're getting into, like, really geeky, like, characters now. Like, they were like, how are we going to pull off Thor? And then, how are we going to pull off Guardians? And now it's like, yeah, just open the gate. Just let's go. We can do this. <laughs> Who else can we use? Let's throw them in. It'll be yeah. great. Yeah. I have, oh, I have other stuff. Point. But okay. we have to take a break because okay, this let's is take a break. our poor <laughs> listeners. <laughs> right, we'll, be, we'll be back. Hi, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And we are the hosts of Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea. We are two best friends who love pop culture and talking about pretty much whatever we want. Katie. Yes. Stop thinking about Zac Efron and tell our future listeners what some of our latest episodes have been about. Well, we've talked about Zac Efron. No, get it together, Katie. Fine. We've talked about fan fiction, classical literature adaptations, favorite TV couples, and so much more. So grab your cup of tea or whatever your drink of choice and download our podcast today. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. So, so th- this is this is every option that we have on the board. There could be more, but but I am going to say that, and I want I want to know what your Avengers lineup for Avengers Five is. I I am going to say um, Captain Marvel, but 
she's she's going to be there, but I don't know how prominent she's going to be because, again, too powered. I think you're going to see War Machine possibly as Iron Man, but he's going to kind of be your Nick Fury. He's going to kind of just hold down the fort where everybody else goes out and, and does their thing. I do think we're going to get Sam Wilson's Captain America. I think we're going to get Spider-Man. I think we're going to get Ant-Man and Wasp. And I think um, I do think Black Panther will be in the movie. I don't think he will be quote unquote an Avenger in in maybe in in six, but in five, I don't think so. Um, and then I think we will get either Shang-Chi or Photon or Cersei or somebody from one of the other movies that's releasing in phase four to kind of bring those characters into into the team. You named like ten or twelve characters, bro. Well, no, I mean, I I think the core the core <laughs> the core team is going to be Captain America, Falcon's Captain America, Spider Man, Ant Man, Wasp, Shang Chi, and maybe Photon. I think that's going to be your six. Okay. Um, do we imagine that they will be that each phase will feature an Avengers movie? Yes. I don't know that it will always be the Avengers because again, this is supposedly the new Avengers. It's not Avengers five. That's the rumor. So, so tentatively phase four will wrap up with new Avengers. Phase five will wrap up with an Avengers team of some sort. Yes. And phase six will wrap up with a massive Avengers of some sort. Yeah, big Marvel crossover. Right. Oh, man, it's almost it's impossible to tell, even though we've gone over all this stuff and the possibilities. I think, okay, for Avengers Phase 4, I'm with you, and I'm, and I'm thinking Spider-Man, Ant-Man, Wasp, Shang-Chi. Okay. There's four, there's four there, okay? Mm-hmm. I think... Black Panther and Okoye round out the six. You're you're going you're putting in Okoye. Yes, and Black Panther. I I would love that. I would be very excited to see that, and I I hope yes. that's what happens. I like that for, would be cool for me. To to bolster the female presence, to bolster the diversity, and to um sort of like make story sense with Black Panther, with my theory of Black Panther leading the Avengers. Okay. Um, neither, neither of us mentioned Captain Marvel, who, who well, Kevin Feige flat out said is going to be the next Iron Man. I think. I think. Uh, I, I almost that Captain Marvel Marvel was on on the verge of uh, on on the tip of my tongue, but um, I think that she can be a presence without being in the team legitimately. That's fair. And yeah, so I would agree. That's what I imagine. I think Captain Marvel, if anything, is going to be. You know how Thor for a while was like off chasing the infinity stone story and kind of figuring stuff out. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be Captain Marvel. I think whatever big cosmic thing is going to happen in phase six, I think Captain Marvel's story is going to be tracking that and then bring it to earth or whatever for phase six. I, I, I would agree with you. So, so that's where she comes in. That's, that's where she's the, the through line, the way Iron Man has been, right? She's mm-hmm. popping up in these other movies. She obviously has her own movie that furthers her own, her own character arc. Um, 
and she's chasing some, she's figuring out some sort of mystery, right? Right. And then it all comes to a head with her being a major presence in, in phase six. Yeah. That's my theory. So not to, not to give Captain Marvel short shrift for phase four, but I just, that, that makes story sense to me. Yeah. Um, we we want to keep it grounded and she's not grounded. Yeah. And so I think, you know, Spider-Man, Ant-Man, the Wasp, Shang-Chi, Black Panther, and Okoye are all grounded characters. Yeah. Namor is too powerful. Photon would probably be too powerful. Probably. Like you know, she might uh, she I can see I can see her rounding out the team the same way Okoye does. Yeah, maybe maybe in phase five, maybe after after Captain Marvel uh two has come out as part of phase four. Yeah. So all that's right. that's one thing. Okay, so we have talked about um all the possibilities. All the possibilities. Characters. We've talked about the team. So, who are they fighting? Yeah. This is uh, a... <laughs> I mean, this is a big deal. Yeah. Have you heard... I mean, I've got my stuff here, but do you have do you have thoughts or have you heard rumors? Well, let's go back to the first Avengers movie. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we ended up seeing Thanos being the big overarching evil presence, bad guy for, you know, the culmination of these phases, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Was Thanos, he, he was he a presence in the first Avengers movie? Did they ever actually show him? He doesn't actually get shown until later on, right? Right. Um, I think they did show him at the end of Avengers. Let me see. Oh, right. Right. He's in the stinger. Uh, to 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 threaten Earth is to court death, mm-hmm. right? And he kind of turns around and gives a big smile. Um. So, but but the the main bad guy of the main villain of the first Avengers movie was Loki, right? So who? I mean, it's still you know he's he's a major presence in these films. So whoever's the villain in, in uh, you know, new Avengers tentatively uh, for Phase Four isn't necessarily going to be the the big major cosmic bad guy. Probably not, actually. Probably not. But oh, though I mean, yeah, uh, probably not. But I do think that now that they know that they can track a story arc over this many movies, because again, they've never done this before. Like this is all new territory. But now they've done it. So now, like. They don't necessarily have to. I mean, we're we're sitting here assuming that they're going to stick to the same kind of model. Um, they could do right. something completely different, but I do think one of the changes they may start making is now purposefully a lot earlier on from get go have the movies have that central arc. Yeah, you're going to have side stories, and you're going to have, yeah. but but that that arc is going to be there from the beginning. And I think we spoke a little bit last time about how. Um, a big rumor is that Norman Osborn is going to be the big bad because he just touches so many different characters. <laughs> and, and so he can, he, and, and we're, we're ending phase three with a Spider-Man movie. I love how quickly your geek dreams take over and you just like, <laughs> you just go straight into like, 
the big like reach of like what could happen based on what you're excited about seeing. I mean, I'm certainly guilty of this myself as well. Um, it's just, I love like going down like your list of like, who's the big bad. First thing, first thing you, you write, there are a lot of rumors that Norman Osborn will be the next big bad for phase four. He may be elevated to director your show. Wait, wait, what? Who's Norman Osborn? First of all, like, but Elevated to not within the phase you're saying within the phase elevated yeah. to director shield yeah and put together and put together the dark avengers which would allow the MCU t- to do a masters of evil thunderbolts team which I know you love but I'm like Joe that's a lot for one phase <laughs> like well no and but I think again I think that this is what they're going to lead up to and like we've we've already got Baron Zemo not dead. We've got Ghost from the Ant-Man movies, not dead. There's rumors, there have been rumors that Killmonger isn't actually dead. Right. right. So, Which, I've also heard rumors of that being shot down completely. Like, okay. He's dead. All right. But I mean, even with, like, we do have a few characters that we can pull back as villains that, um, you know, we've got, we've got the Vulture and uh, Scorpion was, was kind of, teased and if they stop killing off their bad guys um they have teased ultron <laughs> because like i guess when um they were in the wizards workshop with the vulture mm-hmm. like one of the things that is there is a ultron head and its eyes are glowing mm-hmm. so i mean there's a lot of characters that they can pull and i have said since we've started talking about avengers that the only way the dcu was going to be able to scoop Marvel was if they did a Legion of Doom because Marvel hadn't set that up yet. But now DCU is not a thing anymore and they have free reign to do pretty much whatever they want because Endgame was Endgame. So I do think phase four is going to start building to that kind of idea of bringing back all these bad guys from a series of movies because it's never been done before. Right. Right. Okay. Here's where I crush your dreams now. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, Killmonger's dead, dead. Okay. Bar- Baron Zemo. It has been, I know I read this somewhere. I'm going to find it and track it down and share it with you. It has been written that Baron Zemo is actually going to factor into the winter soldier and the Falcon. TV show. Okay. I would love to see more of Ghost, and I believe I have seen it written that um, going forward, Ant-Man and Wasp is uh, is going to... I mean, they were originally... You know, at the end of Ant-Man and Wasp, when, when Scott goes into the quantum realm and everyone else is, is dusted, mm-hmm. he's they're, they're trying to cure her still. They're trying to cure Ghost still. Right. That's why they're doing that. And so I've, I've read that going forward, that is, that is still, Ghost is still on the, uh, um, is still part of that story going forward. Right. So I would love to see more of Ghost. But I do believe that the Baron Zemo, I can't remember the name of the a- actor that plays him, uh, who's so great. But um, I do believe that he's going to be on the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. So that means he's, he's out. Well, yeah, according to according to your no no Sam Wilson theory, which which is okay. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that's gonna. Yes. That's I, gonna I, 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 
At least I'm consistent. Yes, you are consistent. <laughs> you are holding true to that. And that's that's what but I mean even if they and and one one argument to not have Baron Zemo is that if you have Norman Osborn, why do you need Baron Zemo? So it, you know, it, it could pan oh. out either way. I'll tell you what, man. We're getting we're getting Spider Man Far From Home, what, in July? Mm-hmm. If that movie introduces Norman Osborn, holy shit. But that's the that, that's shit. that's the rumors, and and I hear that would oh and and, and oh. you said you said how I like take my my what I want to see. I am not a huge Norman Osborn fan. I really am not. Like I really don't have a lot of like. I was shocked. Oh, no. I was shocked yeah. at all the stuff that he was involved in, and I'm like, okay, I see why they're making him. You know, there's the possibility of making him the bad big bad for Phase Four, but I had no idea. No, Norman. I'm saying Norman Osborn is Joe Huckleberry to get to the Thunderbolts. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, uh, oh, you just—I just got chills right now. Just imagining that Norman Osborn is introduced at some point in the next Spider-Man movie. That that would lock a lot of this into place. Yeah, if that happens. Yeah, because if you I, oh. if you're because going going forward. Um, most of the Avengers still in violation of the Sokovia Accords. And remember, New Avengers is the the Avengers team that is not complying to um, hero registration. Um, so that gives right. the U.S. the go- um, government and Norman Osborn as Iron Patriot um, a reason to come in and handle that. Right, because that because that's the storyline of the Dark Avengers. Is the Nor- yes. Norman Osborn kind of becomes the Iron Man of the American sanctioned Avenger team, and it's yeah. I guess it's just a lot to pin on a character that hasn't as we we don't hasn't even been introduced yet. But we have an entire phase, an yeah. entire phase. Like that's the thing. I mean, if we go back to to all the movies that we were talking about, like. Even if he just touches a few of these, um, if if he's introduced even in the stinger of Spider-Man Far From Home, um, he can have something to do with Black Panther. Well, he can have something to do with Shang-Chi. How? Why, why Black Panther? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about Norman. Who is Norman Osborn in the comics? And what direction could they take him in the movies? Well, he's in the comic books, he's, he's the Green Goblin. But then the he, Spider-Man villain. Yes, Spider-Man villain. He's basically he's basically Spider-Man's Joker. What Joker is to Batman, yes. Green Goblin is to Spider-Man. If if the Joker was the head of a multi-million dollar corporation, which is where a Dude, lot of his stuff comes from. Okay, so Norman Osborn is the Joker and Lex Luthor combined. Pretty much. Right? Mm-hmm. That 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 wow yeah when when I describe him like that like that's he's a major major villain then he's a major character. Uh, and if you want to extrapolate this out because that's what I do, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if this the Sokovia Accords are just a few steps away from um, mutant registration, so if you're if you're starting to try and figure out which is oh, go ahead which mutant registration sorry to interrupt you but mutant registration is this massive storyline as part of the X-Men comics 
where basically it's it's the Civil War version of of X Men comics, where they want mutants to register themselves and and kind of control the government wants to control the power that mutants have, right? right. And and will hunt and imprison mutants that that opt out of registration and they go kind of rogue, yeah. Which is what we saw with the superheroes in Civil War, yeah. And so you know that's you know if if the superheroes continue to cause problems for the government and then you start seeing mutants pop up here and there, you know, it can all be kind of fall under that whole Sokovia Accord thing. Like I never thought the Sokovia Accords were going to be as powerful or as important as plot devices. I think they're going to be. I don't think you're in love with the Sokovia Accords. And I think we've seen the last of them. Bam. Um, I would be fine with it because I I often just enjoy seeing characters. I, I like to see them in, explore the characters and explore their stories. And if they're always being hunted by you know a, an organization, um, then then you, sometimes it's harder to pull those stories out because the main story is well we've got to stay on our toes and fight you know the government. And, and I don't necessarily need to sign up for that, but I do think that it just touches so many things that would tie Norman Osborn to this story and keep it going. Cause again, that's the big part of why new Avengers was, you know, the story in new Avengers was the, the resistance again, the registration act. Yeah. I just, I don't think that the Sokovia, I think the Sokovia Accords were this kind of not well-defined or thought out plot device for Age of Ultron and no, for Civil War that served its purpose. And, and I think after the events of Infinity War and then five years of the, the results of those events, the Sokovia Accords are, are, they're done. They're, they're not needed. They're all bets are off in terms of superhero activity. It's no, I think they serve their purpose. And, and, and I think trying to stretch them into a, a more like meaningful role going forward would be a mistake because it's, it's kind of a dumb idea. And I think it's, it's just flimsy enough. It's, 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 a, it's, Strong enough to, to get us to the, the cool-ass airport battle in Germany that we got. There. Like, there. Like, it did its thing. Like, after Endgame, come on. Like, I don't think we need... I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but I would be really surprised if Marvel doubles down on the whole... It's, it sounds stupid, even. The Sokovia Accords. It just sounds... Well, well do, they, do, they, do they evolve into something different? Does it become a different type of registration? Why? Why not just wait until you have the X-Men running around and then do a mutant registration act? Why? Why? Dang, they have so much story to tell. Why, you know, stretch this thread longer than, than it has the legs for? Well, is what I'm saying. Oh, but I, I, the only reason why I think it's, it's a thing is because of all the rumors that Norman Osborn is the big bad. And that... And I like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, and so that in order to get the dark Avengers, you have to have Avengers that are not liked by the U S government. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not sold on the dark Avengers yet as a possibility. Um, I think, 
I like the idea of Norman Osborn as the next phase villain because of of the elasticity of the character uh, and the fact that it's it's a very grounded down to earth villain. Yeah. So it makes sense. It makes sense for that approach. Um, and 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 like I said, like he he can do so much. Like he can be a a behind the scenes scheming mastermind a la Lex Luthor in that he is a a corporate CEO. I think he has some kind of scientist background as well. So he's really smart. He's one of the resident Marvel geniuses, mm-hmm. right? Um, but also because thanks to his split personalities, he can turn into he can go full Joker and turn into the Green Goblin True. and wreak havoc on on that side of things, mm-hmm. right? Because one of the things is like they're always trying to give Lex Luthor some kind of powered suit or something so that he can get physical with Superman. But with the Green with with Harry Osborn, you have someone who can do both. Um, so I that's Man, I would be so stoked for that if we end up seeing him pop up in the next Spider-Man. Movie. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead to stuff that I was gonna cover in a later episode, but let's t- let <laughs> let's let's full on talk Norman Osborn. Um, these are yeah. my notes on Nor- Norman Osborn. Typically, he's a Spider-Man okay. villain. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask, do we need another Green Goblin movie? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do we do we need another one? We haven't really gotten one. Oh, I don't know. That's that's not fair to Tobey Maguire. We we were all pretty happy with Tobey Maguire when the first movie came out. You know, I love Willem Dafoe, but I, you know, I also feel we haven't gotten a Doctor Doom movie. No, we have not gotten a Doctor Doom movie. that's my feeling dr doom is a dr doom is a character who has to play out over several movies before he's even really introduced like he has to be in the background for so long before he's introduced because he has to be the he has to be the mustache twirling villain in the background way before we realize that he's the 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 villain in the background yeah we need a few curse you richards before he uh gets yeah um so uh, let's see where I go. Um, they talk about how Spider-Man um, far from home is the end of, of phase four, just like Ant-Man was actually the end of phase three. And so if they do these transition movies after the final Avengers movie of the phase, I think those set the terms for that phase. And if you look at that, um, Ant-Man played a huge part in phase three. Like huge, um, because he's the reason why everybody got back. Like it was all that pim particles and technology. Like he was the kind of the sticking point that kind of resolved everything. So it would make sense that if we're ending this phase with a Spider-Man movie, why not with a Spider-Man villain? Yeah, no, I like that. I'm all in on that. Um, Osborne led the Dark Avengers as Iron Patriot which is a red, white, and ver- blue version of Iron Man. Um, That's recent, right? Let me see. No, because, well, I mean, as recent as New, New Avengers was. Okay. Let me see. But that's not like, that's not, I mean, the character's been around since the 60s. Right. Yeah, but his, I mean, and, and the one of the character, yes, it's much, much um, more recent. I just want to see, you know, 
before we get into all this Iron Patriot stuff, I just want to see Norman Osborn as Harry Osborn's dad, you know, Peter's kind of mentor, you know, uh, uh, you know, a mover and a shaker and a, and a CEO and a scientist and a brilliant man who's we find out is, is really fucked up and evil. And then we find out has a split personality and you know, like, give me, give me all of that. You know what I mean? Like, why, why are we, why do we have to jump right into Iron Patriot? Like, you know, director of Shield. Well, stuff. I mean, I mean, who, who, who else do you have then? <laughs> like, um, let me, let me, fin- let me finish up. Oh, we don't have. Let me, let yet. me finish up his resume f- real quick, and then, and then I want you to know. Tell me who the big bad is. Um, yeah, we already talked about Dark Avengers being the Thunderbolts. Um. Is he the, one of the questions out there? Is he the one who Hank's lab was who wanted Hank's lab in uh, Ant Man and the Wasp? That you know the the sleazy Sunny Birch character who was like making the whole deal with that. Oh yeah. Um, a lot of the rumors out there are that Norman Osborn was the one who wanted the lab. And they've also said that he might be the one who's backing the vulture. Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, Did the vulture have a backer? Um, I don't know, but that's just, I don't, I don't know that it was there, but I think it's, I think it's either implied or theorized. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, they did for Avengers one, you know, we had, the team coming together for the first time and they ended up using Thor's villain as the main villain for Avengers mm-hmm. one, not, you know, not red skull, not uh iron monger or whiplash or whatever they used Loki. So, you know, Spider-Man, which we both believe is going to be part of the next Avengers roster, whatever that movie's called, uh, is going to be on the team. Then yeah, his villain from his movie would make sense, but Norman Osborn's not the villain in the next movie. Mysterio right. is, uh, and and then to to some extent the you know the elementals yeah. or whatever. Um, so so, but I mean, Joe, you know, what if it's the villain that's introduced in Captain in Captain Marvel two? What if it's the villain that's introduced in Doctor Strange two? What if it's the villain that's introduced in Black Panther two? So who do you, you know? think that would be? I mean, we could go down the list. It could be, it could be uh, what's his name. Uh, Mordo, Baron Mordo. Yeah, Baron that Mordo? could be, but but does it that keep be... with the grounded kind of theme we've seen for this phase? No, it doesn't. <laughs> sorry, dude. <laughs> no, I just, I'm just like, I just hope they 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 draw it out. Mm-hmm. You know how great, just like you said with 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 Doctor Doom. We need to see how that character around. We need to have that character teased, and then you know, before they go full on Doom, they could do the same thing with with Norman Osborn. You know, they could te- te- introduce him first as just a you know crazy mm-hmm. scientist, you know, or, or or scary, powerful, you know, CEO guy, kind of scheming behind the scenes. And then what if you know at the end of Phase Four or some point in Phase Five, he he has this tragic accident or whatever that turns him into Green Goblin. You know, like they don't have to go full. Uh, uh, I just think it's a big leap to take from for one phase to to have him. Be, no, I, I definitely. 
I definitely see your point. So maybe he's like a, you know, maybe Iron Patriot and that kind of stuff is in phase five. But I think in phase five, we're going to start getting Fantastic Four and X-Men. And I think that means that we'll, I think that's (laughs) when we're going to start getting Doctor Doom. Oh, my God. Yeah, Doctor Doom has to be the big. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, mean, there could definitely be smaller. There could definitely be smaller villains. I think um, uh, what's the it's basically the red Iron Man, the big red Russian Iron Man. Um, Oh, I know who you're talking about. Um. Oh God! What's his name? Uh, Somebody's screaming it at the radio yeah, right now. Somebody is screaming it at the radio or at the at the podcast. I'm, I'm guessing it's I'm guessing it's Comic Box Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I had his card. I had his when. Remember when the Marvel cards? Um, I just found those today, by the way. Like you're They're still in my classroom. Yes, I've still got to figure out what to do with those, right? <laughs> Uh, Russian Iron Man villain, Crimson Dynamo. Yeah, that's not the one though. Yes, it is. What? No, that I mean that's not the one I'm thinking. Maybe I, th- I yes, that is that's, oh. that is the the Red Iron Man character. But I'm I'm oh, it's but not the, the you know villain what, I'm thinking. You know what I'm seeing? I just googled them. They they combined Whiplash with the Crimson Dynamo. I didn't realize that. That was me. Oh, in the movie? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. That's who Whiplash was. Holy shit. Um, oh, then I don't know who you're thinking. That's, that's who came to mind immediately. That was the big um, red Iron Man villain. Somebody mentioned it in one of the... In one of the um, he wasn't a big bad. He was a small bad. In the comics, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm like running through all the different... Um, bad guys that it could be i'm not finding him. arsenal no no they wasted absorbing man in in marvel agents of shield i'm still a bit salty about Did that they really yeah no absorbing man was in agents of shield and he was the only cool thing about he's the only cool villain they've had and i i, I do enjoy agents of shield but i'm like <coughs> i want to see him in a movie because he's an awesome character um yeah so it makes for great radio. Oh, I just passed arcade. Can you imagine getting arcade in the movie? <laughs> Wait, is that that X-Men villain? Yes. Oh my God. That whole, I remember that video game based on, on them fighting him. Um, not the Inferno. No, not Inferno list of masters of evil members. Didn't we do this once? No, we did Sinister Six. We didn't deep dive into um, Masters of Evil because we can get a lot of like the no. the smaller villains in this. Um, you know, we haven't yeah. seen Beetle. We haven't seen Moonstone. Um, it's not Nitro. It's not Radioactive Man. Um, Shockwave. No. Stiltman. No. Stingray. Uh, Sunfire. No. Uh, oh, Taskmaster! I love that. <laughs> Ten minutes of Titanium. us just going. Titanium Man. Titanium Man. That's Titanium the one I'm Man. thinking. Yes. Titanium Man. So it was green, not red. What about him? 
Um, I heard somebody mention that he might be a bad guy. Like there's a, but, but I mean, we just listed off like 10 people that it could be. Um, yeah, there's, I'm fine with Norman Osborn. I think he satisfies a lot of, of our theories. I just hope they, they, you know, I hope we get the character, uh, um, that the character that Stan Lee and, uh, and Steve Ditko created, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, what? Not the one, not the one that Brian Michael Bendis. What, what has to, what has to, what has to be there for that to be satisfying for you? Uh, like the stuff that I already mentioned, you know, there's just, I just want to see his art. If he does end up being this, you know, head of shield mastermind, that's fine. But get, get, let us see the journey there. Be- you know, let us see. I, I want to see the Spider-Man centric version of him first. Okay. Because that's such a, he is, it's like, it's like making the Joker the villain of the Justice League. It's like, let, let him be in a Batman movie first. I I see where you're coming from, and I don't disagree. Um, I also wouldn't have a problem, however, if after a really bad defeat, after assembly, like he assembles this group of bad guys to take down the Avengers and fails like big time fails. And so for some reason blames, you know, we, we know that Peter Parker is going to be the prominent, one of the more prominent Avengers. Yeah. That's that maybe what if that was what motivated him to become green goblin. And then you see that, well, you see that switch afterwards. That'd be cool. And you know, that, that, team that he put assembles is going to be sinister six that's true so you know like i don't know you know i will say this this is a lot of fun but damn this is hard it's really hard like this, yeah like kudos to the writers over at marvel like shit it's one thing to say oh we want thanos to you know we're gonna start seeding thanos as the main villain you know for for the culmination of phase three man it's one thing to just kind of say that but it's like how do you make it make sense it's pretty good yeah and and then still have all these movies have their tell their own stories and their own arcs and be interesting and entertaining you know yeah like it's seriously there there are so many different ways that they can go with this um yeah we're gonna need to you and i are going to need to check back in on this uh, after we see Iron Man, I mean, uh, after we see Spider Man Far From Home, Geek to Two is just going to become the an MCU podcast. Yeah, I know, right? Well, I mean, who else is putting stuff anyway? Uh, <laughs> don't, like, don't ask that question. I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be. Get your shit together, DC. I, I love talking DC. You know, like get your shit together so we can talk about you. Like, I'm down to start reviewing like the DC animated films because they're fucking stellar. Okay. I'll have to, I'll have to catch up on that kind of stuff. So, so you have to give me, you have to give me a head start and tell me what to watch. Okay. I'll do that. Um, but anyway, uh, we, we are regardless, we're going to do a a Spider-Man review. Yes, of course. So, so we'll bookmark this because I don't know how much further, I, I think we're in agreement that, you know, uh, Norman Osborn would be a great villain to introduce for, for the culmination of phase mm-hmm. four. Um, I, I'm excited to check back in with you on this after the next Spider-Man movie, which is like 
about a month away, a month and a month and yeah. weeks. Um, so I don't know what we're going to do then for our next one. Do we want to just do any little wrap up um, things for the next episode and answer any questions and have people send us stuff? Or do we want to try to plan something else? Are we, are have we, have we talked to this one out of, out of the hat? Are we done? Um, maybe, I mean, I could definitely keep talking Marvel, but maybe we take a Marvel break and we, we talk about something else for the next episode. Um, because I think it might even be exciting to kind of end here. Wait till Spider-Man far from home comes out. That's going to, you know, whether or not Norman Osborn or whatever happens in that movie, I think we'll then be able to, to talk about, you know, what the, the next, then we'll have a little bit more information then to go into part three of our, of our phase four predictions, which is big bads and loose ends. Gotcha. Make, that makes sense to me, you know. Um, and and yeah. And since we're since we're wrapping up, I will give the bad news of I am going to be in New Zealand for the next two weeks. So um, we are going to be taking yet another. And I apologize for this, guys. We we tried to get them pre recorded, but I've been busy. He's been sick. It just didn't happen. Um, so we're going to yeah. take about a two week hiatus. But then as soon as we come back, we will start something, and then um, you know. Ray and I will figure out what that is. <laughs> we've got we've got lots of stuff. There's always something. For us yeah, we've got lots of stuff we can <laughs> come up with, and and I still I keep promising it, and I I just have to figure out a time to get you and uh, Rob together because I still think that we need to just we need to make our own DCU and tell them how it should have been done. Oh my god! So that's yeah. like let's let's try and make that one of the next episodes we record when I get back. That'd be great. I'm pumped for that. All right. Um, any shout outs for you? So one of the ways that I have been fulfilling some of my like geek uh, cravings on the fly with like everything that's been going on and being sick or whatnot, um, I spend a lot of time on social media and my Instagram page has kind of blossomed into like a feed of almost like completely made up of, of comic book artists. So it's just really cool because just, you know, throughout my day as I'm checking in on social media, I'm seeing a lot of amazing artwork by some comic book artists out there and not just comic book artists, but just like geek artists in general. Like there's like, um, there's concept artists, there's visual development artists that I'm following now that I'm, that I, you know, I get to see their fantastic work and it's like super inspiring. So one of the guys that I'm really high on right now, um, his name is Mahmoud Asrar, and I'm sure people, you know, he's very popular. Um, he's known for illustrating mostly Conan the Barbarian. Okay. Um, oh, Joe, this is awesome, awesome work. And his Instagram feed is amazing. So I want to give a shout out to him, and you all should follow him. Uh, his name is M-A-H-M-U-D, Mahmoud Asrar, A-S-R-A-R. Find him on social media and follow him. Because he's an amazing artist, and he does—he doesn't just do Conan stuff either. He does like Star Wars pinups and Spider-Man pinups, and he shows some of like uh, like sneak peeks of like projects he's working on. But then you get like a really consistent feed of like awesome Conan art. So check that out. Awesome. We'll try and throw his uh, info in the show notes. Great. All right, and I want to give a big shout out to uh, the class of 2019. Um, you guys are awesome. Uh, I am very lucky to have been able to teach you 
and I expect you to go out and do amazing things. And I will tell you what I tell all of my, my students. All I ask in return for all the knowledge that I have bestowed upon you is that when you are being given an Oscar or you're inaugurated as the president or whatever it is, and you have your little speech, I just want, and I could never have done it without the love and support of my high school teacher, Mr. Hogan. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. <laughs> And you held it together. Good job. I held it together. Yeah, I didn't start blubbering. Close, though. Close. <laughs> All right. We will be back in three weeks. And um, and we will be back with hopefully something amazing. All the music in the episode is by Ben Sound and is being used under a Creative Commons license. You can find more music by Ben Sound at bensound.com. Geektitude is a proud member of the geek to geek Network. Check out other geek to geek shows such as the geek to geek Podcast, Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, and Sometimes Rob. Also, check out our Twitch streamers, Capsule J and Twiddle Power, and make sure to join our Reddit community at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash geek2geekcast. And oh my god, I completely just remembered that um, BJ has a new, uh, from the geek to geek cast has a new podcast about Dragon Quest. And I am very quickly going to my Slack to get the title of it. And it's going to take a long time, and I will have to edit this out too. Um, <laughs> oh my god, this is a massive editing job. Uh, it is called Dragon Quest FM. I am sure you can find a link to it on uh, the Geek to Geek Network web pages. And I will try to get that into the show notes as well. Uh, you can currently find us at geektitude.com as well as on the Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and most other podcatchers out there. Please leave us a review and spread the word. If you'd like to contact me, you can send me an email at joehogan at geektitude.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Geektitude or me personally at Epic Grays. Ray, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on social media where I live at backslash RayVargus3 or user RayVargus3. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter mostly these days. I'm also on Facebook to a lesser extent. Um, and also my website, if you want to see some of my artwork, is RayVargus3.com. Awesome. Guys, you have homework. That homework is we want to hear who you think is going to be in the Avengers lineup in the next Avengers movie. We want to hear who you think the big bad is for the next uh, Avengers movie or any of the movies that yeah. we've talked about. We we want some things from you. So please give us a, <laughs> a shout out. I know Void was saying that, um, and I forgot to mention this uh, when we were talking about stuff earlier, but he mentioned that Spider-Man um, and Doctor Strange are going to be some of our, our point of view characters, which I think will be very interesting. That'll be very mm. cool. Um, send us your info. Send us what you think. And we will talk to you soon. Remember, until next time, keep it geek. Greetings, programs and applications. I'm Ben. And I am Keith. And we are the, the Two Gay, Gay Geeks. Geeks. We are the nerds behind TG Geeks Webcast, where we talk about sci-fi, comics, film, horror, genre. You name it, we talk about it. We release an episode every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. You can find us on iTunes, Blueberry, Spreaker, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Also, look us up on YouTube. And, of course, we can be found at TGGeeks.com, where you can find not only our webcast, but articles about other geeky goodness. So come along for the wildest ride in the potosphere. Did you just say potosphere?